0: You're listening to XOXO After Dark Cast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah. From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark.
1: So, welcome to another episode of the XOXO, After Dark Cast. I forgot what we were called for a oh second. My, did you just forget the name I of our podcast? I forgot the name of our podcast. I was going to call it The Best Conversations Happen After Dark, <laughs> but that's not the name it of is It is, however true. <laughs> it is. And uh, today we are talking about the importance of reading. And this comes up because a magazine that none of us can remember, but we all saw the article fairly recently. I saw it. Yeah, called out... This study that was done, I think uh, the study I found, it was about 13 years ago. And, or sorry, no, it was was 2013. 2013. Sorry. um, All about how reading fiction heightens people's empathy. And this in the Times. Was it in the Times? Yes.
0: Sorry. So
1: we had all seen this article, could not remember where we had seen it. It was in the Times. um, But wanted to talk about the importance of reading because obviously we three are huge readers and for me personally reading isn't just a hobby it is also something that I think of as a calling. Uh, the the producing of books, the ushering into the world of quality content um, on both a higher uh You know, more serious, more serious, highbrow level, and also on a more commercial, fun, accessible level. I think there is real value in that, in to bring joy to the world through writing and through storytelling. So, I wanted to talk. Well said. Well, know. you know, Kate for president.
0: Yay. I know, right? <laughs> Thanks. Well, she's passionate. I forget. I you so rarely
1: articulate why we do what Lauren we do. Lauren and I are so old and beaten exactly. down. It's nice wow. to have this, this
0: fresh
2: vigor. That is me.
1: Of... It's nice <laughs> that you guys still think I'm young. That's, I'll take it. But it does um, it does matter. And I think we it does are matter. in a period of, of great flux in our country. And I don't want to, you know, get too political because we have people from all ends of the spectrum, hopefully, that listen. Um, hopefully it's not just you guys godless pagans who tune in. <laughs> who liked alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Right. We don't just worship at the altar of booze and sex. We also
2: care about what we do for a living. Right. Exactly. We do, however, welcome godless pagans. So right. you know, It's a big tent here. There's at room the, for everyone.
1: <laughs> here but um, so the, one of the things that brings us all together is that we like to read. And really what this podcast is about is sharing stories and using storytelling to make sense of the world. And so I just thought we could spend a few minutes talking about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, would you, I, I, the first thing that I just want to say is, would you say escapism or reading is, is, is a way to just be somewhere else where you, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. a way, again, to escape something that makes you unhappy or if there's times that reading goes up, there's a statistic that mm-hmm. I think was in this article that reading goes up um, X percent um, if... There's social unrest, mm-hmm. change in um, government, or things like that. Um, I forget the time of war. So mm-hmm. all these factors mm-hmm. all contribute to more reading, right? Um, which makes me sad because probably they're all negative. Econ- probably economic. <coughs> changes yeah, e- as economic well, I would change. Mm-hmm. So it's they're all negative reasons that really breed more
1: time spent in your own head, if mm-hmm. you will. And I love that. I, yeah. yeah, for me, it's it's even. Um, I love escaping. Um, but for me, it's more about the opportunity to see the world from a different vantage point, and my vantage point is is somewhat limited. I went to you know Catholic school my whole life. I am a white woman who makes a good living and lives in New York City, and that is my life, and um, and it's been a lucky one. But when I can read things about you know post colonial Jamaica yeah. or. Um, Hamilton. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, um, Ancient Mm -hmm. Egypt. One of my favorite books when I was a kid was called The Egypt Game, and it was all about these kids who became obsessed with Ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. And so there you've got a story within a story because from there, the kids are learning about Ancient Egypt. You're also learning about it. It's a middle grade. Mm -hmm. Um, And things like that. So there are a lot of lives in this world, and we only get to lead one. But by reading, we can lead more than Mm -hmm. one. I, I'm sure I'm not the first person to say No, that. but I, I
0: agree, because I'm literally thinking, oh, I read that book about Egypt, and then I read that one about the ancient Vikings, and yeah. I love that one, and I remember that one because it's history for me, too. Right. I find it very uh-huh. attractive. And to personalize, I guess I'm more interested in fiction, but I love nonfiction housed in a fiction story because mm-hmm. you can go through, I guess, to your point about viewpoint or through someone else's eyes, imagining what it was like to live back in mm-hmm the dark ages or whatever it's fascinating to me
2: one of the things that i loved some of the i'm gonna poorly remember things so it's sort of like so far in my childhood that it's (laughs) a vague mist. but i know i had several sort of children's books that were british originally Mm -hmm. and i don't think i necessarily realized at the time there was one that was called time well yes loved that but there was one that was called the the mummy market which oh, yes, has a different name in the U.S. I read now, the Mommy think. Market, but it was a and it was a kids. It was like a chapter book, mm-hmm. you know, so paperback. And the premise was this family uh, of siblings. Their I think their mom had their mom was missing or had died or something. I don't yeah. know why sold but them. No, oh, no, they <laughs> no, went my to. Mom to do they that. were led somehow through the secret mummy market and there were yeah. all these women No, they and they were like the different like in. booths. Oh, they They, tra- they were they, mad they traded her They were her in. angry
1: or something and they traded the mom in and they got they each got a coin. And I like, saw the movie. Fun mom. I remember the movie. I didn't know they, the did they did a movie. Mm-hmm. They did a movie? But you know, so one was like the fun
2: mom and then they're like that's not quite right. So the first and one kid was, like, uses the... her
1: coin on the fun mom and the fun mom lets you do whatever you want and it's like a party. Right, and then you and realize the boundaries
2: it. please. This is weird. And then
1: the the little boy spends his on like sportsy mom and sportsy mom it does, I don't know. Right. Basically, all the moms suck. And then yes, they wish guess for their where it leads mom.
0: back is to <laughs> your like, own mom. the moral of the story is be happy with you. Happy exactly. With I,
1: I bring <laughs> it up, actually,
2: because it was that and some other books. And I love, one of the little things I loved is learning just the slang of other. Mm. Yes. Dictions. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're like, it's all English. What am I learning? And it's fiction. It's this little story about. Right. Memphis. But um, even just loving Lift and Dustbin and Lori and. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that maybe helped pave my way for like historical romance yeah. too, you know, because I love that. Gordon um, texted me the other day and said I learned a new word today, hoyden, and <laughs>
1: hoyden I'm like, "Is a great word! It's a great word!
2: How did you not pick that up from me already? That's practically my business." Where did he know? Where did he find hoyden? And you what know was what? he reading? I forget what where he got it. I forgot to ask hoyden him when he got home. Is one of it's my a lovely favorite. Word. Mm-hmm. I love a hoyden. Yeah. I do too.
1: And and I think that really like you're. Let's say you connected with Gordon. Over that moment of a -hmm. a word that he read that he wanted to share with you. Right. Um, And really, the whole point of why people write. I think. I mean, I think it's an innate desire and, and artists want to create art, but it's really the only medium in which you can fully inhabit the mind space of another. Mm-hmm. You can be shown something in movies and television. You can listen to music and share in an experience of music, but only in fiction, only in writing, I'll yeah. say fiction and nonfiction, can you fully inhabit and be walked through the mental processes of mm-hmm. that somebody else originated mm-hmm. and share inside of those. And that's really fascinating and i think holds a lot of value. Oh yeah.
2: I read Stephen Biko's um oh, Biko. memoir ages ago mm-hmm. uh, ages ago i was in high school maybe or whatever cry freedom came out and mm-hmm. it was like Kevin Klein and it Denzel? I forget. It <laughs> was Denzel. Uh, Stephen Biko mm-hmm. South African political prisoner mm-hmm. and um I loved the movie. And then it made me really interested to go see the book, which is exactly what we, whenever we have a movie time, we're (laughs) like, please go read the book. Go read the book. Um, And uh, I remember uh, my mom actually bought it for me for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And my white suburban mom in our very sleepy white suburban town going to the bookstore uh, to say, "Um, I'm looking for (laughs) Biko. And and the very kind bookseller being like, I believe you mean Biko. And here it is. Um, And it was fascinating because, I mean, talk about – Um, mind's eye view Mm -hmm. of an experience I was never going to see or feel firsthand. Right. Um, And I was not necessarily like a history book Mm -hmm. reader or a history person so this was Read, it was just fascinating and really um, sunk you right into it, and yeah. it was very compelling. So. And I
1: think, too, the, we work in a marketplace. We are trying to sell a product to consumers, and really a luxury product. I mean, I don't think any of us would consider it a luxury, luxury be, yeah. because luckily we have enough money to consider it that way. Right. Um, and there are libraries, of course, uh, but we are trying to commodify something that is art. And we do that. And And I think that it really matters. I know when, when I go to buy a book and when you've been... The best thing about the book industry is yeah. that we know enough people to kind of get us a copy of whatever we want yeah. if, if we wanted it that way. But I go and I spend I've my spent money, money on books because I do want to support artists and I want to support publishing houses. And I think there's like huge value in reading authors who are not from your own background, um, supporting own voices authors, supporting the work, the hard work of writing by buying a hardcover. Uh, How about the the
0: actual art of making a book that you started to say earlier, Kate, but they're fact-checked. And there's a level fact-checked or Mm -hmm. copy-edited or proofread. there's a there's a process that goes on when you buy a book from there are a lot of jobs
1: being supported exactly there's a
0: process and I think that there's something to be said for the time and the quality Mm -hmm. that goes into something that you buy in a bookstore um
1: that's really interesting Mm -hmm. and you're right yeah has a
0: lot of jobs
1: I think um you know there are a lot of books out there that that are it's an art uh Colson Whitehead just won the Mm -hmm. national book award cannot wait to read that book Um, and that is about a time in history that I will never see and an experience that I will never have Um, and I'm sure that it'll be very interesting to sit down with something that is art and also entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, Zadie Smith likewise just has Swing Time out and I can't wait to right. read that. I'm a big, big fan of hers and she always, the way she writes illuminates other cultures to me and other places and times to me that that is exquisite.
2: I might finally I'm always like a year to three years behind the eight ball it seems trying to catch mm-hmm. up on reading. I might finally this Christmas season, have time to read the Tanahasi Coats. Oh, I like, highly recommend which, it. Which, you know, I Rick mean,
1: read it. He says it's. You've got to read it, Lauren. Yeah. It is he's, so singular. He's after me to read it.
0: He really said it was so thought changing. It book, is. I'll changed it changed the way you. he thought. It changed
1: the way I think, for sure. That's what he Um said. And one of my favorite authors, uh, Rebecca Traster I talk about her all the time because yeah. she taught me feminism. But she came in to do a book club in the office when I was an assistant. And she turned me feminist. She opened my eyes to the ways in which I had ingested this narrative of what a woman was supposed to be and was afraid to step out of it. And And if she hadn't written that book, that never, maybe never would have happened. And, uh-huh. and if other books hadn't laid a foundation to be open to that. So yeah. I just think there's really great comfort and challenge both to be taken from reading.
0: I think, you know, I, I want to close with mm-hmm. the when we were thinking about what we were going to do today in this episode the word empathy was used um, Yeah, that's when speaking to me and mm-hmm. it was really every time you said this made me think about this culture or mm-hmm. this made me mm-hmm. think about FICO or mm-hmm. something that we could never understand and never walked in those shoes right. for all the obvious reasons mm-hmm. I think one of the great gifts of books is you are empathet- empathetic towards something that mm. you there's no reason you should be right on this earth, you should not, you don't understand it, mm-hmm. you don't come from it, but you can feel and sympathize mm-hmm. and understand in a way that maybe wouldn't have been possible before you having read uh-huh. something. I don't think TV can necessarily right. capture that medium or. Even even radio. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think it's it's a more in depth.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and I think it uses both your thinking and feeling parts of your brain, which not everything does. And mm-hmm. and so I recommend that you go out and read a book. Read a today. book, right? And I know we're all lefties, but mm-hmm.
2: no. hillb- hillbilly, uh, elegy? Hillb- you know, hillbilly allergy. Uh, uh, I'm excited. I'm like, that. I'm
1: a righty.
0: <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> no, t- <You> know, <laughs> politically, like Two with a pen. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yes, I'm I'm throwing that one out as another recommendation that is that reaching across. Well, it's reaching to be, across the spectrum. It's for supposed a lot to be beautifully written. Absolutely, right. it's right. it's stunning. It's I, the melding of art and identity mm-hmm. in a way that can move us all. And yeah, that's.
1: and I think too, um, this this particular study we've been referencing was about literary fiction, and and it says that that reading high literary fiction. Um, increases your empathy, but I genuinely think that romance novels, women's fiction, chick lit, if you want to call it that, really does do the same thing. That's my dissertation. And Yeah, Abby wrote a dissertation on it. It's like so, romance novels turn you feminist. Yeah, these, these books that we do really do, I think, bring a value to the world, and um, and if you're writing, you know we're wrapping up Nano Is yes. that how you say that?
2: Very good. Absolutely, yeah. National Novel Writing Month. For some of you who are not um, fluent in hashtag.
1: Right. So if you are if you are Nano mm-hmm. keep at it. And there, you know, there are readers out there for the story that you are looking to tell. And and if you are not a writer, but instead a reader, keep reading because I think it does make the world a better place. Absolutely, readers are the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. And with that, the best conversations happen, happen after dark.
2: After dark.